Doug Tyrrell History and Comment is available on Google Podcast. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Thursday, the first day of December 2022. And just how did we get here so fast? In the year 800, there's a bit of a crisis in Europe. Leo III has become Pope five years earlier, but not everyone was happy. The office of the pontiff was more political then than today, and the rules of succession not so well defined. Leo was a commoner, and that fact upset a few folks. Charlemagne was the leader of the Franks, which were one party to the game, with the Roman nobles being the other. On this day, Charlemagne is sitting as judge to hear the charges against Leo. There is no fight like a church fight. The presidential election of 1824 was not unlike modern elections in many ways. There were four candidates running, typical of races of more than two. None of the four received a majority of the Electoral College. John Quincy Adams and Andrew Jackson were the top two, with Jackson being the lead candidate in both popular and electoral votes. The 12th Amendment required the matter be sent to the House of Representatives. They picked Adams. Jackson will win in 1828. President Lincoln asserts that ending slavery is a necessity in his State of the Union address in 1862. He had issued the Emancipation Proclamation almost three months earlier. Until the summer of 62, the win at Gettysburg and the fall of Vicksburg, the war effort was hanging precariously in the balance. Lincoln had always been against slavery, but was hesitant about being too bold in that position. The preservation of the Union was foremost in his mind. At this time, he understood he needed to move the northern population to fighting for a cause beyond the Union. The bare fact was the North was losing its desire to keep fighting. The matter of laying the country split into two factions was not realistic either. Some in the South had great plans for extending their borders, and there were groups that wanted to fracture the North into other regions, basically Northeast and Northwest. Had Lincoln failed in his quest, the continent would not be a single country today, or even two, but many regional countries, often at odds with each other. President Rutherford B. Hayes has the first telephone installed in the White House in 1878. There were a number of stories about early telephone installations. Mark Twain included the telephone on a long list of business ventures that had failed and left him bankrupt. He is reported to have installed his in a closet where he would not have to see it. Inventor Alexander Graham Bell considered its intrusive nature profoundly rude, saying no reasonable person would think of knocking on the door at dinner time, but the phone will ring. Actress Mary Martin is remembered for playing the lead role in the 1954 musical Peter Pan. She was a muse to writers Rodgers and Hammerstein and has a long list of leading roles on stage. She was also the mother of actor Larry Hagman, also known as J.R. Ewing, on the 70s primetime soap opera Dallas. Martin was born on this day in 1913. The word muse is interesting. It rarely comes up in common speech today, and when it does, it's often connected to the arts, implying sparking creativity. Like many words, it has connections to Greek mythology, and distantly to the more common word amusing, or to entertain. The National Hockey League makes its first expansion outside of the Great White North when the Boston Bruins play their first home game. The year is 1924. 98 years later, there are 32 teams in the NHL, 11 essentially 1-3, in three, 
are in U.S. cities that have little, if any, natural skatable ice in the winter. Only seven are in Canada. Emperor Hirohito of Japan approves the decision to initiate war against the United States in 1941. Some in Japan were not so enthused with the idea, calling America a sleeping bear. They rightly predicted that Japan would have six months before America could bring its might to bear. The United States had far more resources in terms of raw material and industrial capacity than any of the players already at the table. Singer and actress Bette Midler is 77 today. Seventy years ago, the New York Daily News reports on the first notable case of sex reassignment surgery. The idea of trying to fix a psychological problem with surgery is doubtful at best. The level we have taken it to presently borders on criminal. It might be one thing for a lucid adult to desire surgery. We could extend the thought into a number of cosmetic procedures. But when you are mutilating minors who do not have the mental capacity or understanding to process what is happening, nor the long-term effects, and that practice is lauded and even protected in society, we have crossed into a dangerous realm. Child actor Keith Hibodeau is 71 today. He was credited as Richard Keith when he appeared as Little Ricky with Lucy and Desi Arnaz. He reports a close, almost family relationship with the Arnaz family, but found the set of Andy Griffith more relaxed when he appeared as a friend to Opie a few times. Rosa Parks refuses to give up her seat in 1955. The event was not spontaneous, but well-planned. NASA, normally involved in space projects, intentionally crashes a remote-controlled passenger airliner in 1984. The controlled impact demonstration was to test new technologies and gather data to improve survivability. East Germany's parliament abolishes the constitutional role of the Communist Party as the leader in 1989. U.S. Democrats are jealous they do not have that role by constitutional edict. Opposing construction crews working on the Channel Tunnel or Channel between England and France meet up under the English Channel in 1990. In 1991, Ukrainian voters approve a referendum to be independent from the Soviet Union. The remaining Russians are not too happy, but have bigger issues at hand. I have not delved deeply into the point, but a quick look would indicate Russia does not have the cropping regions for their population, while Ukraine has more than enough. The point is likely a factor in the current situation. That's history and comment for the first day of December. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.